It is pure common sense. I don't care if that the Jew agrees or not. I will start a movement in this church. Let's try to round up everything in Pass me the butter. What? The butter. The butter. I am sure I'm not the only one who feels this way. We need to progress. We need to change the way things are. Very good, sir. See, I will call Pastor Yemi and I will let him know that Pastor David and Pastor John are not on our side. Okay? Uh-uh. How is it you don't already have indigestion by now? Be careful. You cannot turn God's people back against each other and not suffer the consequences. No. I'm merely stating the truth. Really? And who is your truth helping? Uh, um, um. Sweet. Salty. Welcome to another episode of Sweet and Salty. And we believe that you've always been enjoying our episodes. So today's episode, we are bringing to you Discord. Discord. Wow. So what can we say about Discord? Dictionary meaning for Discord is a lack of agreement, lack of concord, or lack of harmony. It is also tension or strife resulting from inability to agree. Well, I've been to several musical concerts and it's just like having a melodious harmony. Then let's say the tenor just decide to be stubborn and decide to sing something else. You know how, how it's going to affect every one of them that are singing. In fact, the congregation, uh, those that are watching them will be like, ah, what are these people singing? You understand that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, you are singing on KC. The next person is singing on F. <laughs> I don't know why he's singing on A. And G minor. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just going to be a mess. And oh, this is completely a, a completely different topic. But you see people talking about, when they're talking about marriage, when Bible says, can two work together except they be agreed? It's because in your relationship apart from marriage to any relationship you are going to build in life you can't build a strong relationship where there is no peace of mind where there is no agreement when there is no concord and oftentimes this is why darkness strive better than light because the people that are in the light are preoccupied with proving their point and the one in the right the one with the better idea but the people in the dark side or the people with the wrong motives they are so united in these motives that they are going they are making waves they are doing things that would take years to undo take the tower of babel for example mm. these people united in their mission to build a tower to reach god and god looked down and said these people would absolutely do it why because they were united mm-hmm. so it goes to say that in in a place where there is no harmony, where there is no unity, where there is discord, progress will be missing. Exactly. You know, even the Bible makes us to understand that two cannot work together except they agree. In marriage, in the church, in whatever things we are doing together, even in business, once two people are not agreed together, there won't be progress. So what are the kind of attributes that people that sow discord have in their life or something like that? Let let me let me read from Proverbs six verse fourteen. It says, "Frowardness is in his heart; he devises mischief continually. He soweth discord." They are talking about one person. So the first thing this person does, the person has a forward heart, and then the person devises mischief before they reach a point of sowing discord. So when we talk about forwardness, 
the words for forwardness are disobedient, someone who is disobedient, someone who is contrary. I mean, have you met somebody who is contrary? You can never have a good idea. The idea is never good enough. You can never have a good plan. The plan is not is not organized enough. The person just specializes in belittling your work and just saying, no, this is not going to work. Before you have an idea, they're like, but this, but that's not because they are trying to give you constructive criticism, but because they just want to be contrary. They just want to bring your mood down. Then there are people that are not manageable at all. You see some people that even their parents will be like, I'm tired of, shall I let him be going? Let her be going. Somebody that is not manageable because I believe that human beings, we all have our flaws. We all have our faults, but it has not reached that point to which you just want to be completely done with someone. When you're in school, you have roommates. You have moments where you argue eternally, where you fight, and you still miss each other years down the line that, hey, I've missed this person. But when somebody reaches a point where people are just like, please avoid this person, you've become unmanageable. Another word is difficult to deal with. Have you heard of people that are like, I know I'm a difficult person? <laughs> because th- that's that's now a badge of honor in this generation mm-hmm. in this generation. There are people who want They actually believe that if somebody is difficult is a difficult person, it means this person understands a lot of things and is able to really Ad think. <laughs> yeah, and now he, he's able to add logic to it. He's able to think reasonably. Yeah, and they, they tend to make it seem like I'm unbreakable like that because you are difficult. But you are not looking at the friction you are causing around the people that you are you're causing pain you are hurting in the process of you just trying to maintain a status and then these people are usually with an evil disposition evil not bad evil evil disposition their word evil disposition means somebody with an harmful malicious intention mm. you know there are people that you meet for just a short period of time in your life and you know that you cannot trust this person with certain things they are, they they have harmful malicious intention those intentions were not they were not for your own good they they don't they were not thinking about you they were thinking about themselves what would benefit them alone and that is why for somebody to reach a point of discord the person the first thing is has to be disobedient you so a disobedient person will do something that God frowns on then moving to mischief mischief is, is is a kind of playful conduct that can lead to annoyance it could be jokes it could be all these type of devilish jokes I've heard a lot of that in my university times then we are a group of boys in the hostel that once a lady just come into the hostel you hear some kind of lewd jokes that the lady will be feeling so uncomfortable all those type of things at times I join them, I will, I will be like, nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. But there's a particular place in the Bible that opened my eyes to it. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29, that clearly spoke to me. Let not corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. You know, beyond lewd jokes, there are some jokes that are peculiar to you, to your lifestyle, that only somebody who knows you can make such joke that other people will laugh about but they know that the person making that joke knows that it is something That's that will hurt you, you. Mm. those jokes they come as if they are innocent but they, they make such jokes in a, in a way that they know that you can't really say you are you are doing it to hurt me 
So because if you confront such people, they'll be like, but I was just joking. It's not that deep. Mm. I was just joking. But they also know deep down that they are they are trying to hurt you. I feel like those are even the worst kind of jokes. Mm. At least you know that these are your enemies. But this kind of this kind of jokes, this kind of mischief are usually played by people that are close to you. People who actually know you. Know Who you. knows where your flaws are, your faults are, where the shoe pinches. Mm-hmm. And they want to use it against you at every turn. Why? What do they gain from it? You know, even anything that will make your fellow human being so uncomfortable should be avoided. We are one body in Christ. We shouldn't make ourselves uncomfortable. You understand? We, we learn to agree in love. We learn to accommodate ourselves. So in discord, in a mischievous way, is kind of the thing of the of the moment now. But we as children of God, we should open our spiritual understanding to know what the Bible really say about this type of things. And moving to the third one, because we said before you can reach a point of discord, you probably have a forward art, a disobedient art, like a rebel's art, and then you are probably somebody who is mischievous. And then now there is discord. There is discord. Let's see what Proverbs 6.19 has to say. Before we reach Proverbs 6.19, then verse, verse 16 says, These six things does the Lord eat, yet seven are an abomination unto him. Mm. And we have proud look, lying tongue. And then verse 19 says, A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Mm. So there is sowing discord, and there is sowing discord among brethren. brethren. I mean, who does the Bible call brethren? Mm. Those that are are of the household of faith, right? So how come you can still sow discord amidst people who are supposed to base their lifestyle on the truth? How is that supposed to? Because it means that despite the fact that we are trying to crucify ourselves, we are trying to pattern our lives after, after Christ, there is still the part of the flesh that tries to come alive once in a while so you are not immune to that brother that throws a jab at you you want to react out of anger you want to do this so it is not it is not far-fetched that a fellow brother in quotes would come to meet you and out of concern in quotes tell you that so 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 family said this about you in certain ways certain manner and maybe the message Pastor So 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 preached today was about you because they heard So 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 thing about you. Now this person begins to feel unwelcomed in the church that they've been attending for so long. They start to feel like, wow, so the old church is against me and everything. They start to talk to certain people too, to who will hear their side of the story. Little by little, somebody is team A, somebody is team B. Who are these people that sow this discord? From my own understanding, I believe that discord comes from a place of rivalry because once you are once you have a competitor you try as much as possible to bring the person down it also comes from the place of envy it comes from the place of pride because when you are proud in yourself when you take yourself as so much important that people should always listen to you you try to be selfish you try to attach so many sin to yourself it also comes from a place of bitterness. It comes from a place of insecurity. When you are not really able to hold one thing or the other, to you are not secured in your own way. You know, out of 
the things you said, I want to pick bitterness and insecurity. Bitterness is something that most people assume that they don't have in their life. Mm. I think people have this image of a bitter person to be somebody that is constantly unhappy, somebody that is that is frowning, has that kind of life has dealt me bad blow, I cannot laugh, that mm. kind of mm. thing. But the truth is that a bitter person can be full of laughter. Yes. can be at every party, yes. can be, I don't know, can be as alive as possible. And the truth about them is that once they strike, it's like a viper. It is like the venom is so strong mm-hmm. that you're like, how can this person hate mm. me so much that they will do me this strong thing? You get that kind of thing. People are like that. They are not, a bitter person is not written on their faces. Mm. You might be a bitter person and you don't know. Because somebody might do something, maybe something very small to you years ago you not only did not forgive you did not forget and every time you think about it there's always that bitter taste Mm -hmm. that i didn't get almost as if you didn't get your revenge yeah it actually it also comes from a place of unforgiveness too yeah in the sense that once you try to once you once you remember the thing that the person has done it brings in it brings in fresh that incidents that happened that you were you were not able to forgive and it will be as if the person is committing that offense Freshly, it's, it's a extreme wound. Yes, that will it, not it, it's become a, a very fresh wound in your heart, and you be like, you know, this person, no, 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 whatever he says, I cannot listen to him. But you and you try to pull the person down. Then there's um insecurity. Now the thing, the funny thing about insecurity is that some people, some people will admit is that uh, I can be insecure in this kind of area. I can be insecure, but they they make it seem like it's a modern thing. It's not a big deal. Like it's just a psychological thing. It's because life has dealt them some kind of small distance, some kind of family I'm coming from. And the sad thing about it is that they are not willing to do anything to get better. Mm. They just make insecurity security that part of you know is is like the way some people announce their insecurities like hi my name is Dustin and I'm insecure <laughs> they make it seem like something they are proud of like you get what I'm trying to say mm. whereas this thing can lead to discord mm-hmm. your insecurity can make you react yes yes and some people actually they they really don't know they're insecure because me too, for example, it, it took me a while before I discovered that I was insecure in some areas mm. that I had to work on. Yeah. God really opened my eyes. Through some people around me, God showed me my insecurities and I was able to take the bold step of working towards it. I, I think fit. everyone at some point would have been insecure in certain areas. What you do with those insecurities, it, it is not something you're supposed to claim as an identity. Mm. Some insecurities are temporary insecurities. They could have been they could have been dispelled if you had the right set of people around you. Mm-hmm. People who will open your eyes to say, no, now you are this kind of person in God. Mm. Don't even worry about mm. this. Don't worry about such. That, not- that also brings us to the, to, the, to the part of associating with the right set of people. Yeah. Because we are all members in Christ and we also need to be united. Who are you associating as a child of God? It's also a very important topic you need, we need to address. Yeah, but for now, let us examine ways in which we manifest discord i mean basically i'm talking about platforms mediums through which people manifest discord christians now the most common one right now 
is the social media. Yes, it's the social media. Everywhere. It is everywhere. 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 It is the social media. Whether it's on IG, on Twitter, on Twitter Facebook. is the worst. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is the worst. I am ashamed of how some Christians behave on these platforms generally. Everyone has an excuse and a defensive response for their way of life, for their lifestyle, and they have a reason for responding the way they do. So it is like somebody posted something that you don't agree with, that's obviously got a reaction out of you, and your response is venomous. You attack the person. Instead of making, even if you're going to do something as a Christian, it's in a way opening the person's eyes to see what they are doing that is wrong. But most of the time now, people attack the person and not the situation. They don't even really address the situation. They focus on attacking the person in a way that the person starts feeling even more defensive and the person is like, I'm, I'm even more rooted mm. in this belief that I did the right thing. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you do. At times, I post some things on social media through my emotion. God forgive me. But there are some set of people that they will just attack you immediately with one blow. And you'll be like, what have I done? And you, you didn't, Because you didn't see it that way. You didn't see it that way. And there are, there are set of people that will just try to uh, point your attention to your mistakes and and teach you on what, what to do. At that point in time, the Holy Spirit ministered to me at that point that, okay, this post that you have created, take it down. This post that you have created, educate people on it. Those type of things. Maybe I'm, I'm saying something that is not really clear to the audience. I need to enlighten them on it. May the Lord help us. Amen. Then there is the church versus church. Christianity versus Christianity. Christians versus Christians. Church members versus church members. Mm. It's just, it doesn't Pastors end. versus pastors. <laughs> it, it is actually no secret that some <clears throat> people act like some churches are superior while others are inferior. Attacking some churches, some churches' doctrines and beliefs when you are supposed to be of the same household of faith. It's childish. It is. Because the spirit of God is one. Mm. The Bible is one. The Bible was inspired by the Holy Spirit. But because the doctrine of your church differs from the doctrine of another, does not make them... A sinner. A sinner. And it does not mean they are trying to act superior to you. Mm -hmm. And it does not mean that they are inferior to you. True. You just have to respect that. Like in the book of Revelations, make us realize that there are angels to each church, to the church at Sardis, to the angel of the church in Sardis, to the angel of the church in Phoenicia. There are different angels with different ministries attached to each church. The different ministries, that's the most important. Yeah, and these doctrines were Mm. given to them by God to follow those guidelines because we used to say something. We as human beings, we say, don't compare me to to so-so-so person. We are different people. Mm. Have you ever paused to ponder that? Your differences also speaks in terms of which church you are blessed the most. Mm. Which place you feel more comfortable in. They are introverts and they are even introverts in people that are more conservative in their dressings, more conservative in their worship, that won't feel comfortable in a certain church and they will feel comfortable in another. True. It does not make them superior or inferior. I've, I've heard of the case of, of a man who was testifying and said he got he got born again in a type of church that is very, very, let me use the word, loose. 
a kind of loose church that the, even the pastor splits their hair and all those type of things. He got saved from that type of church. And he wouldn't have even gotten saved at all because his lifestyle then was, was entirely worldly. So this type of church attracted him. Then when he entered the church, he became saved. Then God now spoke to him to leave the church, not just eating milk now, but going after strong meat. It works that way. So it's not as if God is not using them, but we should focus on our ministry. That's the most important thing. Yeah, so please let us as Christians, let's stop this habit of attacking each other. Sowing discords. Yeah. Sowing discords amidst certain church. Before you know it now, it's a trend. It's a thing that so-so-so church, so-so-so church versus so-so-so church. You become a versus thing, like a thing of me versus you, them versus you. It is not that is not that is not what Christianity is about. So all these things, do you think that in the church, even you that you are you are the cause of all this leading and disunity and all that? Do there you should think, be something. There should be something. Do you think you are the one mm-hmm. instigating it? No. Because we know that every thought that actually passes through our head, there is a, there is a voice suggesting to us. There's the there's this um, pictorial image they used to represent the devil on one shoulder, the angel on the right shoulder. Somebody is always pushing you, nudging you to mm-hmm. make the wrong decision. Another is always pushing you to make the right decision. So what do you think is nudging you? Do you think you are it's all on your own decision? You have an absolute mind of your own, disconnected from either um, from spiritual world at all? No. The cause of discord, the cause of sin, the cause of all these type of things is the devil himself. Because even in the Garden of Eden, when the serpent entered into the garden, the Bible makes us to understand that he is crafty. The Bible makes us to understand that he is subtle. When he entered into the garden, he didn't go to Adam. He went to Eve because he knows God. Yeah, he has done his research. God actually told Adam and Adam told Eve about it. So he knew that, okay, this is not a direct instruction. Uh, to to Eve, let me go through Eve at least. If I can convince her, she's going to convince her husband. Mm. So it is the devil that is actually the cause of all these things. Then, if we leave ourselves, because the Bible said the idol and is the is the uh, devil's workshop. Is, is the devil's workshop. If we release ourselves to be used by the devil, the devil is going to use us. Mm. But if we give ourselves to the things of the spirit, God is going to use us. So, and keep in mind that as Christians, we ought to follow peace with all men. And in that spirit, we know we have people around us, close friends, people that you cannot do without, uh, people that you, you work with. You always meet this set of people that are willing, they carry a discord flag. It is in their nature, it is embedded in their personality, and they are not willing to do away with it anytime soon. So how do we relate with such people? How do we live with them? How do we still have them in our lives and not cut them off completely? Because in fact, there are some people that know how now you still can cut them off completely because you have to work with them. There's nothing you can do about it. You see each other regularly. So how do you deal with this set of people? Basically, the Bible says, be wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. So we are not saying you should attack them because that's not what a dove will do. But be wise as a serpent. Be wise in your approach. You already know that any information this person has about you, any information you have about them, joyful, they are, they are not happy about it. 
they are not happy about the good news that that is they are not happy about anything good that happens for you you keep those things to a minimum your your lifestyle with them is just a lifestyle of praying for them and deal, dealing with them in god's wisdom you don't relate with them without asking god for guidance mm-hmm. because oftentimes you don't know what angle the devil comes from you assume that oh i already know which all the all the ants this person can deal with me and then suddenly they just bring out a joker card and you're like i totally didn't see that coming mm-hmm. so you actually must not relate with them in your own wisdom mm. don't relate with them outside of god's wisdom always always commit your ways to god before going out so you know that everything you do is informed yes, by god and it is inspired by the holy spirit i pray god will help us amen in jesus name then another thing i i also want us to understand is that we are meant for each other Yeah. We are a body of Christ. If we read First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, verse eighteen to twenty-seven, uh, Paul the apostle tried to explain to us that it is not possible. The eyes cannot tell the nose that I can't. I don't need any a, a, a need of you. The hands cannot tell the leg I don't need. A, I have a need of you. We all work together. The eyes cannot disconnect itself from the from the ball socket that I'm going alone. I I, I want to live my life. I want to enjoy my life. Freedom. <laughs> It needs this the skull, and the skull needs the neck. The neck needs needs the whole body. They work hand in hand in harmony. As well, you and your brother, you and your neighbor, you need each other in this heavenly race. We need ourselves. You can't walk it alone. It's not possible. Jesus had the twelve disciples. Of course. Jesus had the Holy Spirit. Jesus had God the Father. You know, even even uh, Jesus said it himself. He said, "I am divine." Ye are the branches. My father is the husbandman. Mm. When we are the branches of Christ, of, of Christ, and even Christ is a he has an own husbandman, then there is always somebody who always, who we always want to try to disconnect us from the branch, which is the devil. It reminds me of an analogy one of our prayer warriors on when school said that it was talking about our prayer lives there, and it was talking about have you seen like when they use a the firewood to cook? You know they bring different sticks together. They bring and then it's burning and then you keep adding more wood and then they are catching fire and then they are burning together. You add another wood, it's catching the fire, it's burning up. But it says, what happens when you remove that one wood out of that mix? It slowly begins to die and then it burns out and it dies. Mm. It's not useful for that purpose anymore. So you can't you can't isolate yourself. You need you need people. You need these people on the same walk of faith with you so if these people rebuke you in in love and they correct you in love it's best to be corrected by this kind of people than anyone outside who does not know your value who does not know your beliefs i feel that the lord is going to help us because it's very difficult to manage discord mm. especially in a time like this a time of social media and all this type of things no, this, this at times we can be frustrated every, in every <laughs> headline there's discord and every headline there's discord so discord is like the new content now yeah. so but what the bible actually say is that we should always agree with ourselves mm. talk to that person you have a discord with i can't remember that verse of the bible when jesus was telling them when Jesus was telling his disciples talk to that person one on one after talking to the person look for somebody else look for an elder in the church go to the person 
let the person know. Before you start throwing tantrums, Abby. Accusations. Accusations. Seek the help of elders. Let them know that this person is, is, is becoming tough. And prayerfully, they are going to help you in steps to take. God is going to help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Remain sweet. And salty. Have a nice day. Bye.